0: welcome back welcome back so today i have a good conversation coming your way and let me tell you that i got emotional recording this conversation this episode with my special guest jessa ray and you'll find out why but i'm first going to tell you about jessa she is a wife she's a mom of almost three she's got two with one a bun in the oven She's a coffee lover. I mean, hello. She fits right in. And she's an avid book reader. Jessa helps moms create more time for themselves as busy, work-at-home moms who are overwhelmed with trying to do it all. I know some of y'all can feel me when I describe who she helps. She's hosts Caught Up in Motherhood. It's a podcast where she helps women manage their day. And she wants to help mamas ditch the overwhelm and find themselves again in between All the things they do. Here's why I love the conversation we had. We got very real very fast. She's very practical. I asked her some very hard questions, and she responded in such powerful, simple ways. It wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel. She wasn't creating science project with her words. She was straightforward, and she was very practical and tactical. And she hit me in the heart several times and I know that she will hit you too, whether you're a mom or not. So I hope that you tune in today because this episode will bless you big. And just so you know, I do have all of her links and all that in the show notes. So make sure that you are heading to the show notes link is in the episode notes here so that you get the full breakdown from this episode again it will bless you big and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did you're now listening to her renewed strength the podcast a place where you my sisters in Christ are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well steward well and set your minds on eternity I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party and let's dig into today's episode. All right, y'all. So I am here with my special guest, Jessa, and I'm excited because this conversation is a conversation that has come up with clients in different ways and in, in different words. And this is also a conversation that I have with my own friends. So First of all, Jessa, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so happy to have you.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here.
0: Tell us about yourself, like who is Jessa? How did you end up doing what you're doing? What's your testimony? Give us all the goods.
1: Yeah, so I have a podcast myself where I talk a lot about being caught up in motherhood. So I help women try to find balance in their day, specifically working moms, And even those who work out of the home, whether for their own business or in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I've learned over the years that we just get so overwhelmed trying to do all of the things. Like you Mm -hmm. work out of the house, you're doing your motherly duties, your special duties. And then all of a sudden you're throwing in work and you're trying to do everything. And for myself, I started working as an OBM, an online business manager. And I met a lot of women who had that same struggle that I did a couple of years ago of how do I be mom and how do I run a business? I started to figure out some time management tools and ways to manage my schedule. And then I just started talking to other women about like, oh, try this, try this. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of kept growing from there. And I just keep connecting and trying to uh, work a little bit more with moms on that. But before all of that, I got started because I had my first son. He's now three, he'll be four here in a couple of months. And Mm -hmm. it was having him that really like, Totally threw my world upside down and I had to start mm-hmm. in way, like start over. Mm-hmm. And I grew so much as a person when I became mama. Mm-hmm. And then I found more of who I was because I changed. And I feel like he kind of started that roadmap and that journey to get me mm-hmm. where I am now, which is helping other moms figure out who they are after motherhood.
0: I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't cry. You say, yeah. and you say he's my oldest of almost three now too. So I'm also currently pregnant with my third oh, and yeah. super excited. I have two boys and this will be a little girl. Yeah. That's so like very exciting.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. I am actually crying guys. Um, Here's why I'm crying. When I have had conversations with frustrated moms who had a career, who had, you know, titles and like, what do you go to school for? What are they called? Degrees and all of these. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I've had those conversations where those moms felt like they lost their identity
1: mm-hmm. because
0: of motherhood, right? It was like, this kid took this away from me or like motherhood took my whatever it was, like whatever they found like their identity. In. And um, to hear you share a very different and a much more beautiful take on it is it hit me in the heart. So thanks oh. for sharing that.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of them, like you said, that there's, they lose themselves. So one of my goals is to help them refine or rediscover who they are and let yeah. it be a positive. I feel like there's so much like mom shaming yeah. out there that we need to flip the script.
0: We really do. I mean, just like I had a conversation with Sarah Ann Jimenez and she was like, she shared that she was like embracing the hot mess mom thing. And I was love like, that. She's like, I don't need to be a hot mess mom. Like God didn't make me to be that, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. she was just kind of walking in this like false identity. And what you said is so true. Like, we just have to flip the script. Like really what you tell yourself says a lot, right? And Mm -hmm. that's partly what we're talking about today is like, how do you even give yourself grace? Isn't part of it like what you tell yourself?
1: Exactly. It's that inner voice and how you communicate and talk to yourself, It's so important to be your best friend, and not like bully yourself.
0: Oh my gosh! Talk to yourself
1: like you would talk to your kids or your best friend. Would you say those things that you're saying to yourself to them? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely not. So don't say them to yourself. Talk to yourself like you would your best friend, encouraging, positive, and uplifting. Yeah, it's the same idea. Yeah.
0: So. Giving yourself grace is like one part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you and I both know because we work with women who are struggling with like fitting in all of the the commitments that they have and like really being able to show up in every place that they say they want to yeah. show up in. Some of the women I serve and speak to on the show, they really struggle with schedules because they feel so restricted. So part of what you talk about, this is what I had like, you know, talked to you about before we even, Discuss coming on the podcast was like, you see the ability for women to, yeah, have a schedule, but like be flexible. Right. And you say, Mm -hmm. create fluidity. So how do we structure our day with fluidity? It sounds like they don't really go together.
1: (laughs) Right. I know a lot of people are like, no, I don't, I don't believe you. But for me and what I teach with fluidity is that you're going to have structured parts of your day, Mm -hmm. but most likely you're going to have young kids. I have a three-year-old, a one-year-old and I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. a newborn. So I need to have a lot of flexibility in my day to be able to manage those three schedules Mm -hmm. in a business. So having your structured pieces, like you know you need to take the kids to school at a certain time, lunches at noon, nap times at this time, those are all great and you have those written down. But what about the rest of the day? Mm -hmm. Those are your fluid parts of the day. And it's giving yourself that grace and that freedom to know that those parts of your day are going to change Mm -hmm. and knowing that you're not necessarily going to have an hour block here and there, but that you're going to have maybe a half hour block because, you know, the oldest is watching their favorite TV show for a half hour Mm -hmm. and the other two are playing quietly or maybe they're napping and you can take that little bit of window of time to do something. Mm -hmm. So it's getting away from having this structured time management system where you have to do this at one o'clock, you have to do this at two, and then you're beating yourself up because, well, the kids didn't nap long enough for you to get your work done at one o'clock or they're homesick. So you couldn't do X, Y, Z for your business that day at that time. And then you start beating yourself up and you start attacking yourself and it's getting away from that negativity Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and saying, it's okay. My life today needs me to be mom and I can move my schedule around. These things that I need to do, they can wait. There's so much pressure we put on ourselves to do certain things at certain times when we don't need to actually do them at that time. If we really think about it, like writing an email or responding to social media posts, it can wait a little bit. It's okay. Yeah. But we put ourselves in this headspace that we have to do it at this time. And then we don't give ourselves the room to be flexible. Mm -hmm. So I like having a little bit more flexibility in my day and I use a to-do list for that. So that way, when I have those openings of time, nap time, quiet play time, whatever it might be, I can go to that to-do list and be like, okay, I need to respond to social media or I need to write my weekly email or whatever it is I need to do. And instead of, like I said, having those structured pieces, I'm sprinkling it in around my kid's schedule. And then I have still those structured pieces to my day. For example, my three-year-old's in 3K and my one-year-old naps every morning. Mm -hmm. So that nap time, I know I have a good hour and a half, maybe two Mm -hmm. blocks that I can get done, whatever it is that I need to do. And that's where I save my time to do those things that I want to do alone like yeah. record a podcast episode or yeah. sit on a Zoom call. And then the rest of the day, it's flexible. I can have my laptop sitting on my island and I can take a couple minutes here and there and work on something. But I'm yeah. not holding this high pressure on myself to do something at a specific time. So yeah. I really try to introduce that to-do list to help open up your structure a little bit more to allow mm-hmm. yourself more flexibility Yet you're still feeling like you're getting something done because you can check it off or cross it out, whatever mm. you prefer to do to say that you did it yeah. and then move on with the next part of your day, whether that's work-related or family.
0: Yeah. So what about the people who feel like if they have too many options of what to do or if they don't do the same thing every day, they just feel scattered?
1: What do they do? Yeah. So that's why I feel like the to-do list can really help a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, it's just everything. And that's very true. Your to-do list is literally just a brain dump of everything that you can probably think that yeah. you could do that day. And what I tell uh, my mamas is, is, that when you're looking at your to-do list with a hundred things on there and I say, okay, pick three, the question's always, <laughs> what three? Yeah. So I always tell them, think about two things, time sensitive. Mm-hmm. You need to make a doctor's appointment. Okay, that's time sensitive. Mm-hmm. You need to do your podcast for the week or work on that weekly email or social media post and it has to go out by Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's time sensitive. Or the other part is think about, well, what's the thing that you don't want to do? That's super important. Mm-hmm. Like call the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do it because it's a pain, but you know you need to. So find those pieces, go through your list, find the things that are either time sensitive or that are really hard for you to do, Mm -hmm. knock them out first. Mm -hmm. And then you'll feel so accomplished. Like you did it. You called the plumber, you made the appointment, you did the thing that maybe you were putting off Mm -hmm. because it was time consuming or difficult to do, or it was just uncomfortable to Mm -hmm. have to do sometimes. So having your list, and then looking through it and trying to figure out what's a priority. And like I said, so prioritizing it by sensitivity when you need to get it done, and mm-hmm. then how difficult is it for you to do that maybe you need a little bit more time on it. So mm-hmm. it's the first thing you do in the morning. And then you set yourself up to feel successful. Mm-hmm. yeah, and you've given yourself that extra like pat on the back and encouragement for the day, like I did this today. Yeah, and then the rest of the day, It's all extra. It's all great.
0: Yeah. There's this one planner that I used to have and it had just like three lines with boxes next to them at the top. And Mm -hmm. it only gave you three per day. So you could only really write the three. And I would look at it and be like, well, if I'm going to get anything done, I have to get these three things done. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it was as simple as like printing a paper, but I kept forgetting Right. It was like the thing because it always falls off of your super long to do list. I wonder if, like, maybe just like having a highlighter or like a little Mm -hmm. asterisk next to it. It's like,
1: this is it. Focus on this. I love that. Yeah. The highlighting it, the asterisk, whatever you have to do to get it to stand out. Okay. Quick break.
0: Here is a short message from our sponsorslash podcast producer Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jorah's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jorah's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jora's Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right. Back to the show.
1: For some of the mamas that I talk to, I have them have more than one, like to-do list mm. and separate it out. So they have their brain dump and that's just everything. Just get it all out. Yeah. And then I have them categorize it. This is my to-do list for the home, my to-do list for my business. Mm-hmm. And then this is just my random to-do that I don't know where to put. Yeah, And it could just be something super simple. Like I said, to print out this piece of paper. And then I have them pick, okay, what's today? Today is a business day. Pick two things from your business list. One thing from your home work on those pieces yeah or it's the weekend you want to work on the house and maybe no business Mm -hmm. then pick three things on your business list to do that day and if it's the weekend maybe you're picking some lighter things to do yeah like for me my to-do list even includes like play sorry the newest game that my son is obsessed with and try to make sure that I give him that extra time to play that game oh I love that so it's even those little things like they're fun but We get so busy and bogged down with the dishes and the laundry and the cleaning and the business that sometimes we forget about playing the game. Mm -hmm. So for me, I write them down to help remind me like, hey, go play that game because it's going to make him happy. And it also leads to just kind of reconnect and disconnect everything else that you're doing. And you have that reminder that he wants to play it instead of having him ask you and then get upset when you've already decided to do a different task.
0: Yeah. It's so true. Just like scheduling family time, whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. You know, yesterday I had a conversation with a friend and I won't say her name, but she shared with me, she was feeling anxious and I was like, oh, what's the source, right? Like what's the Mm -hmm. room? She's like, I didn't finish my to-do list today. And she knows what I do. Like she listens to the show. Yeah, And so she's like, (laughs) kind of like prefacing it, like, you know, but You know, I just stopped and I was just like, you wake up tomorrow, it's another day to do it, right? But, you know, no matter what encouraging word I feel sometimes we give our our friends, right, who are struggling with anxiety about doing everything and like finishing everything, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's hard to erase the feeling of feeling anxious or feeling, you know, just like stressed out that these things are still lingering. And then you start to, like we said earlier, like the way you speak to yourself is suddenly like taking a turn. So mm-hmm. what does it look like to practically give yourself grace when it comes to your schedule?
1: That's a good one. So when it comes to giving yourself grace, I think the biggest thing like we talked about is how do you talk to yourself? So you have to start with positivity. Mm-hmm. I know for a lot of women that can be really hard. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I challenge my mama's to do is I make them stand in front of a mirror and say priority statements to themselves. So I know affirmations are huge and those are great, but at least in my background and in my history, I could say the affirmation, but I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> That's right. Me too. Like I'd I'm be saying it a hundred like, times. I'm, I'm writing it down. Patient. Right. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're lying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Walking so, it out looks different.
1: Yeah. So I had them change it. I said, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say, this is not a priority. And I have them say like, okay, what are you struggling with? I can't get my to-do list done. I'm not spending time with my kids. Okay. My kids are not a priority. Say that Mm. to yourself in the mirror. How do you feel?
0: Oh my god! And they're like, I'm going to
1: cry. Like, I can't, like, that's just terrible. Okay. Now change it. My kids are a priority. Okay. Now say that in the mirror every day. Don't do your affirmations. Say, this is a priority. Yeah. And then take action. And then that to-do list of all these things becomes Mm -hmm. things because you've decided that your priorities are more important Mm -hmm. and your family and your kids. And once you figured out what those are, you're changing your day a little bit more. And that to-do list can become smaller in the sense of not being this big oversized burden in your head of I'm not doing it, I'm not doing enough. So you're changing your priorities. And then you're looking at that to-do list and you're looking at that to-do list with your priorities in mind Mm -hmm. and your, your thought process starts to change. And you're able to kind of give yourself a little bit of more grace of my priorities are my family, my kids, and then my business that you look at that to-do list a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And then with that, you're doing the positive self talk. We've talked about it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them like, when you start going into that spiral of negativity, start thinking to yourself, would I say this to my three-year-old? And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, start talking to yourself like you're, you're a three-year-old. What would you say? Yeah. What are the words of encouragement you would say? Like you just did potty training, maybe. What are you going to say to yeah. them? Say those same kind of encouraging words to yourself. And saying them again and again in your head will definitely help. But I find that the priority mirror practice really helps to set that stage a little bit more to help you start believing what you're saying. Because you're doing the affirmations already, most likely. I mean, they're everywhere. But like you said, you're not believing them yet. So knowing who you are at the base and what's important to you can really help you understand how to talk to yourself a little bit better and how to prioritize your self-care in regards to how you speak to yourself. So giving yourself that time in front of the mirror and giving yourself those positive words can really change how you see your day and how you get things done. And then it's catching yourself in those moments because they're going to happen. Y'all still have them. I still have those moments where I'm negative and it's being more aware of them and catching yourself and saying, Hey, no, Jess and knock it off. You need to stop talking to yourself that way. And then flipping the script and say, It's okay. I'm doing this. Yeah. Or I am a good mom because I did X, Y, Z. Not mm-hmm. I'm a bad mom because I didn't do A, B, and C. You did the other pieces. So it's flipping it and looking at what you did get to do. I got to spend a half hour playing this game with my kid instead of an hour, instead of beating yourself up because it wasn't an hour. Give yourself the grace and the acceptance that you got half hour in. It's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's flipping the script to see more of that positive and setting up that baseline to be able to really start making that momentum and movement forward. It's a slow process, but you continue to work on it every single day, just a little bit more. And then eventually it just becomes second nature. Mm -hmm. And that negative self-talk, that negative voice just starts to really just disappear, which is great.
0: It is. Yeah. I think in neuroscience, they call it building neural pathways. Mm -hmm. If you want our listeners to just have like the top takeaway, what would you want them to have?
1: I would say the top takeaway would be don't be a slave to your schedule. Don't Mm -hmm. let your schedule run your day. Like I know that's what it's supposed to do, but let it be a guide. Yes. Let it guide you and prompt you, but don't let it run your day and give yourself that freedom to change it. Mm I know you probably wrote it in pen, but you can cross it out. It's okay. Give yourself the room to change it and just let it be a guide.
0: Yeah. That's so good. I feel like it just,
1: it runs our life sometimes and then it can just, destroy your day when yeah. you can't get it done.
0: Yeah. It almost becomes like a Bible and it's not right. There's there's only one Bible.
1: Yes. And you're looking at it as a Bible as you as this guide there or not this guide.
0: Yeah. The final copy of like yeah. your life. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just not,
1: it's not, Mm-mm. it is not, it yeah. is just a little bit of a guide, some steps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I love that. I've definitely said that before. And I, I definitely tell my clients the same thing. I'm just like, you don't need to live and die by this thing. Mm-hmm. Like it changes as much as you want to change it. It's a tool that's supposed to work for you, not supposed yeah. to run. It's not your boss, right? Like you're the boss. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. I think something that is like, if I were to be like, take this and like run with it. You hit me right in the head with that look in the mirror and be honest, like if your kids are not getting your time, you have to call it what it is. My kids are not a priority. And just saying that out loud hurts like hearing oh, yeah. it. You guys can't see my face but when she said that, I was just like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. You're <laughs> like like my my face was like said everything and mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to hear how ugly the truth yes. is for you to change, you know? And and if you don't have an accountability buddy, like the only person who's gonna keep it real with you is yourself. You gotta look in the mirror and say what it is. So thank you so much for pouring into our audience today. I know our listeners are gonna want to connect with you. So where can they find you?
1: Yeah. Um, they can find me probably easiest on Instagram or Facebook. So mm-hmm. it's it's at underscore Jess Ray. So they can find me on socials with that handle. Otherwise my website is just my name. So it's jessaray.com.
0: Yeah. I'll have all the links and I will include them in the show notes. So make sure you are checking out the show notes for that. Otherwise I am so grateful, Jess, thank you for being on the show today. And hopefully you guys check out everything that she's doing, everything that she's working on and all the ways that she is showing up for women for moms and helping women balance motherhood and and work and just life, right? So check her out. And if you guys loved this episode, I hope you'll leave a review. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.